guys, welcome back to another episode of the MMA DGENs podcast. And as you can see, we're not here with our producer, Chaz. The inmates <laughs> are running the asylum. It's the Bosch and Larry show today. And uh, we'll be here recapping last week, talking about the picks this week. Chaz gave us his pick. He's feeling under the weather. We hope him all the best. Wish he, wish he feels better. And uh, hope, he's, hope he's good enough to wa- watch a solid card coming up this week. And, you know, and hopefully in, what it will be another week of the DGENs profiting. We're going for seven in a row. Yep. If you don't, if you don't, uh, if you don't know, you should know. And uh, Larry, what, what what do we always tweet at the bottom of Yo, the I'm pretty sure we always say, what's that one saying? Uh, Tail before you fail. All right, guys, I don't want you missing out on some great value and great picks. Six weeks in a row, aiming to make it seven. We're on the way up. We're only getting better, guys. We're only getting better with these picks. Yeah, make sure you guys are following the Twitter at MMA DGENs. We'll be tweeting out the DGENs picks every week. And then you know, we get some general MMA banter on there as well as throw in some other picks we really, really like is, you know, we're not just taking the DGENs. We also got to have our own picks in there too. 100%. And speaking of some of those picks, not a great pick by me. Uh, and it all is a result of Bobby Green. Thank God it was a quick death for me. Uh, Bobby Green gets <laughs> it done in 33 seconds, shockingly, over Grant Insane. Dawson. I had uh, I was a Grant Dawson inside the distance better at minus 135. I thought that was great value. Thought he was going to take him to deep waters and melt him. Thought it was going to be too much to handle and never even got a chance. So nope. thanks, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby, nice going. You know, fraud check of the year. Fraud check of the, the recent memories in these main events. They don't get a lot of finishes in the main events in the first round, especially when a prospect goes up against a vet like Bobby Green. One punch. One punch. A jab. You got put down by a jab. Who are you, Gilbert Burns? Who are you, Burns? You training with Burns? You got Burns' chin now? What happened, Grant Dawson? 20 and one coming into this fight. What'd you do? What'd you do those other fights other than that, that shitty draw you had, you just beat the piss out of the mirror. You had him in a full Nelson, buddy. Bobby Green just (laughs) knocked you out cold. We we, we were, I was visualizing Bobby Green getting full Nelson all week as, as you guys mentioned on the pod last week. But uh, yeah, I mean, Bobby hits him with one shot, goes down. He was out right away. No follow up needed. Just, you know, that was it. And, And I mean, Credit to Bobby Green, you know, this is a really tough matchup for him, bad fight, and uh, he got a main event spot, and he capitalized on it. So Dude, he made the most out of it. Uh, yeah. My favorite part about the Bobby Green, not even the fight, just Bobby Green's uh, antics, walked out to Ski E by uh, Sexy Red, which was dope, <laughs> and then after, he always he does his signature Triple H water spit. He spit the water up, and Keith Peterson was like, what the? <laughs> He's so <laughs> mad, He's stormed off. Yeah, Bobby's a character, man. No, he's, he's funny. Got semantics, yeah. I, 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 I can't really get through a Bobby Green interview personally. Sometimes he, he rambles, he goes on. He ran, yeah. But, you know, he is exciting to watch. I mean, if you're watching yeah. a Bobby Green fight, you know it's going to be exciting. He went in there, Bro. hands down, hands down, <laughs> he down. down. And, and I mean, damn. As a, I, mean, I think when the when the betting lines closed, he was close to plus five hundred under. Yeah, he was. So, it's around there. You know, it's, it's quite shocking, but you, you said it best, fraud check of the year. Yep. I know we've had a couple of them, but this one stands out to me, um, and maybe that's because it's Bobby Green who fraud checked Grant Dawson, and Grant Dawson was saying, you know, Khabib, you were this, but I'm next, and yeah, now now you're back of the line, bud. So tough, yep. tough, 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 tough going for Grant Dawson. Yeah, that sucks. I don't know where he goes from here. I'm not really too interested in that. Give him someone in right. fringe top 15. But Bobby Green, some interesting matchups for Bobby Green now that he's ranked. Um, 
Me personally, I know, I think a lot of people are talking about it online. I saw it online. I like the Dan Hooker matchup a lot. I'm a big fan yeah. of that because I'm always going to tune in to see Dan Hooker fight. And I'm always going to see Bobby fight and be happy about it because uh, I don't think I've ever seen a boring Bobby Green fight. He always brings it even when he loses. He goes out there and tries at least. You know what I mean? He's not breaking. Yeah, it's a great fight for for Hooker, in my opinion, to kind of, yep. you know, go and, and, and show, you know, he still can do it. I mean, I know he just beat Jalen Turner, but, I mean – I don't even know if I want to see him take a step up in competition just because of the damage he's taken. I would yes. like to see him get another one before he gets going, get on the train a little bit, get two in a row. Um, or maybe it'd be three in a row. I think he, he won his one before that. But yeah, the, the, the only guy. thing that makes me uncomfortable about it is, you know, I mean, you know, Hooker's taking damage in this fight too. Bobby's yeah. not that level of competition, but I mean, they're going to scrap. You know, they're going to scrap and Hooker's going to take a beating, win, lose, or draw. So, yeah, uh, I agree. that's my only reservation on that. But I, I agree. It would be as a, as a viewer and a fan, it, what more could you ask for with Bobby Green, Dan Hooker, make it a fight night main event, put it in front of a crowd, and uh, yep. you have some fun with it. People go crazy for that one. Uh, sitting at home and in the crowd, people are going to love that. Everyone loves Dan Hooker fights. Bobby Green's building a, a pretty, he's a, he's a name right now. Bobby Green is known in the MMA community, yeah. maybe not to a lot of casuals, but they see a dude who talks a lot of shit with head tattoos. They're going to remember him, you know, like this, this guy's been around for years too. You're going to remember Bobby green, even when he's long gone. So might as well enjoy him now that we have, cause he's, he's not going to be around too much longer. He's going to make a run while he yeah. can, you know, this is like first time being ranked ever, I think. And with that being said, you know, the, the, you know, if you look at other options, cause it won't just be the Dan Hooker fight, right? There's going to be some names thrown around and, I've seen it thrown around a little bit, and I think it's a way too big of a step up of competition. But the clock's ticking on Bobby Green, and if he wants to really make a push for a belt or you know top five or whatever it's going to be, throw him throw him in right away and challenge him. And I don't think Bobby Green will back down from anyone. And Matus Gamrot needs a fight, and you know you want to throw him against another grappler to prove, hey, that wasn't a, a fluke with Grant Dawson. I, these guys can't wrestle me, and I, I'm going to piece these wrestlers up and I'll yeah. strike these guys. Give him a twos and, and see if he can hang. And if not, you know, throw Bobby Green back down into interesting fights. But now he's ranked. You know, I I, I want to see him take a step up if, if that's going to be a thing for him. I think he's 38 years old, and this is the time for Bobby to capitalize on that. Yeah. He wants to fight in December. Matuz was looking to stay active. I know he's pushing for a backup fighter spot, but um, I don't know. I don't know if Gamrat would say yes to that, but I, I think it's a name that also got thrown around as well. So. Whether it's Hooker or Gamrot, I'm I'm gonna be watching for sure. Yeah. Either way, I'm happy with it. Um. Yeah. I don't really see the Gamrot thing happening too much. Right, I just right. just the way that he is carrying himself. Because if you want to be a title backup, like a backup title fight fighter, I don't really know if you're gonna fight the number thirteenth guy. But yeah. you know, if you want to get another win under your belt, because I do think Matus kind of, I think he runs through Bobby in my opinion. If you want to get another win under your belt, you know, make a case. Bobby Green's a name. Make a case for a next title shot. You know why not do it? Because uh, especially if Volk wins this week uh, in two weeks, I don't know when he's going to be fighting. I don't know if he's going to defend the belt at forty-five or he's going to stay at fifty-five. But only time will tell, guys. So we can't really go into too much detail about that. We can't tell the future. Who knows if Volk even wins? So hey, yeah, and, and you mentioned it. We'll talk a little bit about that when we wrap up because there's been a lot going on in the world of MMA, but. In recap, good job, Bobby. You know, like, we're excited yeah, to nice watch job. you fight again. And, uh, you know, it cost me some money, but, hey, DJ's, DJ's hit, and we won some other yeah. money on some other things as well, which we'll talk about a little bit. But let's go down and talk about Joe Pfeiffer, your boy. I mean, yep. be Joe Pfeiffer. Be Joe Pfeiffer. Yeah. 
Just yeah. Any of these young up and coming guys, dude, just do what Joe Pfeiffer does. Fight, entertaining, be cool, uh, kind of be a dick in certain interviews. You know, show your personality, personality, and your uh, your your love for the sport. A lot of these guys get like mad at the company or mad that they and they hate MMA. This guy seems to love fighting. I know he wanted a new contract, which is cool to see. This guy has all finishes in the UFC right now. Um, people know Joe Pfeiffer because of those awesome promo packages and the way he fights. But to break down this fight, um, Joe Pfeiffer ate punches like candy and got uh, calf kicked a few times, and they made me a little nervous. But other than that, dude, how good did his wrestling look? He was throwing Abdul around like he was a rag doll. Those blast yeah. doubles, he was shooting through him like he was Jordan Burroughs and then slamming him, picking up, slam him, slam him, crack him to the body, crack him to the chin. Um, and that arm triangle looked so tight. Abdul did a good old – Brazilian tap, make it look like you're punching. But uh, either way, bro, yeah. you went to sleep, and the ref had no clue. Are you tapping? Are you tapping? Oh, shit. And he j- jumps in on top of him. It's crazy. Yeah, it was, but, uh, it was definitely a weird finish. But, yeah, you're, I mean, you hit it on the head. I mean, t- took the punches, threw him back, ate the yeah. leg kicks, you know, shades of Justin Gaethje and Khabib, where Khabib's getting his legs chopped up and just says, enough of this. I'm going to yeah. wrestle. And, uh showed that he had a huge advantage in that category. You know, he, if, if Pfeiffer wanted to and went out there with that game plan right away and didn't want to make the fight exciting, he could have dominated a little bit quicker than he, than he did. But um, that's Joe Pfeiffer, right? I mean, Joe Pfeiffer's yeah. natural instincts are, I want to make fights exciting. I want to stay in a bang. But the kid can wrestle too. And uh, he definitely showed it. And it was a great win for him. He got the finish. Um, and, and he's getting that new contract. Dana White said it, yeah. you know. He, he, this kid's getting a new contract, but when what comes with getting a new contract, in my opinion, or what, typically what we see at least, is steps up in competition. And yeah. I know Joe Pfeiffer said he wants to take his career a little bit slow, but you know, it, I wouldn't be surprised if he's going to get some more top fifteen guys thrown at him. You know, now I, why not test him? Yeah, um, I think we can give him someone like a cheaty, uh, dude. Uh, like Eric Anders, anyone around there, Shabazzian, I think he runs through those guys. This dude, uh, he's legit, and I'm a huge Joe Pfeiffer fan. He um, represents the East Coast well. He yeah. fights with his heart. He fights. He shows his chin. He shows his power, and he shows that he wants to be there. He deserves that new contract. But um, I don't know. I see him running through a lot of these guys, bro. Uh, like Eric Anders, he might get steamrolled by Joe, Joe Pfeiffer because all Eric Anders know how to do is – it's kind of throw a jab and do a snatch and do a snatch single high crotch. So I, I don't see him beating Joe Pfeiffer, and that's another name. If you want to build your career slow, you can beat these guys who are kind of names and who have been in the UFC for a while. You can do it just by that. You don't need to go right into the top fifteen. Yeah. So I think it's pretty smart if you fight like an Eric Anders, you uh, Bruno Silva, somewhere around there. Like some of these guys are great fights for you. You know Joe Pfeiffer. Um, I see a good career for this dude. I, I don't really see him getting fraud checked like a Grant Dawson, you know. Yeah, and, hard to say where he'll go from here, but he's very well rounded, which I think really helps him moving forward. But yeah. I mean, he, the talk of making wanting to take his career slow, part of you appreciates it, part of you makes that worried if he believes in himself enough to really feel like he can mm-hmm. beat those guys. If it were a top fifteen guy, I mean, like it's crazy to think like you could fight a Chris Curtis, you know. I yeah. mean, like that. Those are those are some crazy fights. But either way, I mean, Joe Pfeiffer's fighting on a, any card whether it's you know the last fight on an undercard or the first fight on a on a pay-per-view or if it's the headliner of a, of a fight night 
I'm tuning in to watch Joe oh, fight. Oh, yeah. Definitely, bro. I'll be tuning in to watch Joe fight for fight whenever. I'll watch him. I'll watch him train. If he's live streaming it on Instagram, I'll watch him train. Anything yeah. Joe fight for later, I'll tune in to watch. That dude is entertainment. Yeah. And uh, I know it feels like we're talking a lot about losses here, but I mean, Buckley and Morono. I, I, I really. You know, <laughs> Buckley! Buckley! Dude. You know, Morono, we were out oh my man, god! Plus money, and I really thought it was a good matchup for us. Me but too. We really had nothing for Buckley. Yeah. I mean, Buckley looked Dude. great. Yeah, Buckley looked really good. Uh, he slammed himself on his head a few times, uh, put himself in a danger on the ground when when Morono had somewhat of a gas tank because he kind of got caught in a guillotine, slammed his way out of it, almost got put in like a little arm bar triangle action. Mm. But uh, yeah, dude, Morono, I don't know what was that. I don't even know what that was, dude. He was at one point he shot a, like a double leg and he just like dragged his knees across the octagon and. Buckley was like, get that shit out of my face. Bang, cracked him, dude. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't it, know. It, it, was, it was ugly for Morono. And, and, you know, maybe I should have seen this coming a little bit if you saw the pictures of him, you know, getting on and off the scale. They were ugly. Yeah. Um, and, that was pretty bad. For a guy who, who isn't the most cut guy in the UFC, it was interesting to see him, you know, at struggle with his weight so much. So you wonder if maybe at a bad camp, maybe there's injuries involved. I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure, but. Regardless, it doesn't take any, anything away from Buckley. I mean, he, he really showed his game in a lot of different ways. He stood he stood and banged, and, you know, he really connected with a lot of good punches. He had some power, and, I mean, those blast doubles, he kind of ran through them and just, like, Dude. I mean, reckless abandon, just just lower your Throwing. shoulder and go. Yeah, throw him, threw him around. But the one thing about Buckley that I just don't, I, I just don't like about his fighting style, he, again, he's entertaining. It's just that bobbing and weaving that he does to get inside and throws big hooks and doesn't really land them. He doesn't connect on these big hooks that look like knockout shots. The only person I ever call him landing these shots on was the Beverly Hills Ninja. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Whoever that guy's name is, yeah, Jordan, I, Wright. I, Jordan Wright. Jordan Wright. Jordan Wright. So, like, yeah, he blasted Jordan Wright with those hooks, and ever since he thinks he's a – He's like Tyson bobbing his head in and throwing hooks, but he just looks off balance a lot of the time and he turns his body. So like once he misses these hooks, he's like sideways with these dudes and he like has to readjust himself. So a little bit of a footwork problem, a little bit of a, you know, kind of a thing that Frankie Edgar used to do, trying to just move your head to move your head. You know, that's like Frankie used to do that. And that's what Kane Velasquez used to do. I don't know. In my opinion, that's kind of just old MMA trying to mix in your boxing when you don't really need to be moving your head and wasting all that energy or, you know, you saw him kind of do it against Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland caught him multiple times at the end of his punches with straights. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Buckley's definitely got some holes in his game. But, I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a good win over a guy like Morono. And, you know, I don't yeah. know if Morono's 100%. But, hey, it's a name to kind of throw on your resume and start moving forward. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see where Buckley goes from there. But, uh, yeah, tough, tough, tough fight from the DJs there who were riding Morono. Not in the picks. We didn't. I, I thought yeah. about it, but not in our picks. But, you know. Good job, Buckley. Um, yeah. And one fight that we didn't have in our picks, which, I mean, there was really no value there. But yeah. Chaz, Chaz and I were called. Chaz and I were together over the weekend, and uh, we, we put some serious chalk on a two-leg parlay. With, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, crazy, Carolina, dude. With Carolina and, uh, <laughs> and Drew Dover. And Carolina made a sweat. We'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah. But, I mean, Drew Dover just made it look easy. easy. Easy money, dude. We at one point we were, you know, we were down a little early, which we'll get to. Uh, and you know, I was like, do I cash out on Dover? Like, not run the risk? And I mean, God, if I had cashed out, I would have felt like a moron because that yeah. was the easiest, easiest bet of all time. 
dude, you guys were down so bad that there was talks of the pod almost ending. <laughs> just crazy. Didn't get to off to a good start. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that. I mean, literal start. We won't we'll yeah. get to that. Uh, we got a little carried away. We were, we were having some fun this weekend. But uh, but the deep, but, we profited. Uh, we profited. Yeah, anyway, we did good. Drew Dober, I mean, what a, what a performance. I mean, Ricky Glenn. You know, the guy, dude, Ricky he, Glenn's a tough dude, but he had nothing for Dober. Literally dude, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of Ricky Glenn. I don't like the way he acted during the fight at all. Uh, grabbing Dober's glove. For yeah. uh for like six seconds, Dover breaks contact, calls him up to his feet. Ricky Glenn's scooting on his ass, bro. Tell him to come down to the ground, bro. Get your ass up and fight Drew Dober and get knocked out. Thank you very much. You don't need to be yeah. dragging your ass. You don't need to be grabbing the gloves like you're Charles Oliveira. Get that shit out of here. No need for that in the octagon. Don't need that. But uh, yeah. Drew Dober humbled him very very quickly after that. Just blasted him with hooks and straights. Um, no, absolutely, yeah. Ricky no, Glenn, Dober, back to the Dober's prelims. Yeah, back to the prelims for Ricky Glenn and Dober. You know, I, I'm waiting for – he's got so much skills, man. I, I want to see Dober really take a step forward. It seems like every time he, he – for two steps forward, he takes another step back. So, yeah. you know, hopefully the this is of, the start of something good for Dober because he looked phenomenal. But his, dude, if you just look at Dober's, all of his finishes, they all, they're all the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. They all come the same way. It's the left hand or a barrage of hooks. And then sometimes he put these guys out out cold or he does the same ground and pound. A lot of these guys kind of just catch on to your game after a while, especially when you're a guy like Drew Dober. He's also been in the UFC, I think, almost for 10 years. Hasn't really switched his game up too much. Yeah. And he's getting a little yeah. older. But uh, he's always fun to watch. Like we were saying before about uh, Dan Hooker and Bobby Green, he's always someone you're going to tune in to see because Drew Dober brings it every time he fights. He, uh, he's killer be killed. He doesn't get killed that much. He kind of gets decision a good amount, but yeah. he's killer be killed. Yeah, I mean, that's just his fight style, and, and it's fun to watch, and you got to love it. But, I mean, I, I know he, he, you know, he looks a lot He looks a lot of the same. He does a lot of the same stuff in his fights, and it, it can kind of – I'm sure fighters can develop some patterns and see some patterns mm-hmm. in his game. But, you know, to, to the same extent, he's fairly well-rounded, and, you know, I mean, yeah. it seems like he's got the athleticism and the skills to take a step forward. So – you know, I'm interested to see where he goes next. Hopefully, it's a step up in competition, and he doesn't. Uh, he, he fights his fight and, and gets it done. But um, it, it's crazy to think. Way. It's crazy to think that Bobby Green's ranked. They fought this year. Andrew Dober knocked him out. I know, and he's not it's ranked. Crazy. It's crazy how it works, dude. It really is crazy. It's right place, right time. So yeah, I mean, I'm, if you're about Andrew Dober, I'm calling. I'm calling his name, but you know, in yeah. that fight, Bobby Bobby's looking up at this point as he should be at 38 years old. But good, yeah. good win for Dober overall, and uh, you know that takes us to what closed the Dgens parlay. And I'll give you a shout out, Larry Bill Algio, man. Yeah, I, man. That that was phenomenal. What a performance out of him! Great performance. He, he closed it plus money. Did yeah yeah, it's crazy. We, we, I ended up doubling down on Bill because I was so yeah. confident in fading Alex Hernandez because why would you ever bet Alex Hernandez? Why would you ever think Alex Hernandez can beat someone who's not old or bad? Like Jim Miller, I love Jim Miller, but it's not really the best win to have in, the, in like the last few years of your career is beating Jim Miller who's 40 years old and had like a broken arm that fight and still cracked you a bunch of times. Bill Algia put the works on Alex Hernandez. To, to Alex Hernandez's credit – Bill Aljo isn't the biggest power puncher, but uh, he ate some good shots and yeah. he landed a lot of a lot of body shots that seemed to hurt Bill, which made me a little nervous. He was landing this straight to the body uh, every time, 
uh, Algio was kind of trying to come in. And it, it was actually a very nice straight, but just, dude, he was just getting walked down most of the fight and getting clipped and clipped and clipped, which yeah. I was a huge fan of, you know, because I'm not an Alex Fernandez fan, and I like Bill Algio, and he was my pick. So, yeah, you know, no, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be happy as a clam. Yeah, I'm happy it, as a pig and shit. It, 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 felt, it felt good to see the, the, the card close, Larry, or the, the leg close with you there and Algio. Um, Should have closed with Kutalaba. I mean, yeah. my pick there, Linz was just genuinely too scared to fight Kutalaba. <laughs> so, I mean, if anything, good pick, Bosh. You know, I mean, almost too good of a pick. <laughs> yeah. you, you, one could say my pick was too good in that the, at minus 140 value, my guy was so locked that Linz didn't even want to fight him. So, you know, that's the way <laughs> I'm going to look at it. Philip Linz, you cost me money. You know, I'm going to hold that against you. I'm going to hold you to that one. Yeah. Um, but we still profit on that one. Um, but, yeah, Algio, to kind of just recap quickly, yeah. I mean, Hernandez shows his skills every time he fights. I think that's why he was regarded as a high prospect. You can see it. You know, like, he's got some skill, and he's tough. He's pretty yeah. tough. He, he fights hard. But, I mean, Algio was just too much for him, and the length of Algio was able to really just keep him at range and do whatever he wanted, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. Hernandez started to kind of throw some flurries at him, but Algio stuck with it, stuck to the game plan, picked him apart, and uh, just fought a great fight, man. I, I mean, I was really impressed with Bill Algio. For Hernandez, I feel like if he can't find that big shot early, he tends to break. Even if, even later on, he was kind of landing like – he would hit Bill with a big shot and then notice Bill eat it like nothing and then fire back at him. It kind of You can kind of see him break as the fight went longer so as right. that happened i got more and more confident in bill algio and it was it was a great feeling to see that happen yeah. live in real time watching alex hernandez break against bill algio was amazing it was dope yeah i i felt really good as that fight went on that the parlay was going to be cashing and uh yeah i mean just it, overall it was a great fight too you know both yeah, guys good fight. in there and made it interesting it was fun to watch for sure um but good job larry and then you know carolina kolakavich she was chaz's pick He's going to become our, our resident WMMA specialist here yeah. as he's just continuing to bet on women's MMA that makes me nervous. But I'll be Make honest, me so nervous. We were down bad. I mean, and, you know, it just came down to the point where it was just no more games. You know, no more games. Yeah. Enter the uh, the Oppenheimer uh, meme, no. you know, <laughs> and, and we just uh, we dropped a bomb on Carolina and Drew knowing it really was going to come down to Carolina and. Mm-hmm. She she fought a, a good fight. She looked good. Belbita didn't do a whole lot, and but like Carolina still like didn't. I, I don't know, man. Watching that, maybe it was just nervous bet. You know, you know, you got a lot on it, but yeah, I mean, like getting taken down at the end of the second round. Like, yes, what, like what giving up doing? stupid things. I agree. There was yeah. no need, and there's no need for it either. You know, it, it made it way sweatier than it should be. I'm pretty sure some of the cards wrote out thirty twenty seven. Which I, yeah. I I don't even know. I mean, first round was close. Yeah, I would say first round, round was definitely close. Second round we're dominating, in my opinion, and then we give up a takedown at the end of the round. And I mean, it's like it, I, the way I see it is she definitely won the fight. But yeah. as we've seen with these judges, optics are very important. Optics are really important, and uh, you know, Bobita just kind of stayed in there. And and I could have seen a world where you could have called it a robbery, but optically you know i can see where the judges might might say you know belbina might have won that fight but um overall at the end of the day carolina gets it done that felt really good get first leg of dgens and first leg of the big the big two-legger out of the way that was a that was a that was a big weight off our backs for sure i Um, wish i could have been there with you guys man i wish i could have saw 
these uh these live nukes you know I, oh. I, the energy must have been crazy because you guys probably bit down on the math, mouthpiece and placed those bets i would have loved to see it live but i was reading the text in the group chat cracking up just so you know man i was supporting you guys the whole time i was i was reading yeah. them out loud in my i was i was like live i was like live uh reading your text to my my housemates and they were all cracking up it was crazy they're like like come on carolina they were freaking out it was dope at one the, point, ener- the energy was were, nice yeah at one point charlie and i were arguing we we're yelling at each other you yeah. know over what rounds we thought we won and you know carolina really made us sweat it she tested our friendship but uh <laughs> we, pulled, we pulled through and carolina gets it done for us so thanks carolina for that uh yeah. you know and if i and one last thing is you know Next thing I know, I look on Twitter after I see Belbita's posting mirror selfies in her UFC gear before. Right? Uh, and yeah. if I had seen that, I probably would have put more on Carolina because yeah, fight just show up and fight like <laughs> selfies and you know showing your butt in in the mirror before your fight. Just go in there and fight. Yeah. And yeah. you know that's what Car- Carolina wasn't posting selfies and she gets it done. So good for Carolina. She's on a nice little win streak. We'll see where she goes from here. But yep. another one, clock's ticking. So. She'll have to fight someone to step up in competition, and uh, you know, and if Charlie was here, no I'd clue. ask him where they're. Yeah, if Charlie was here, <laughs> I'd ask him where she's going. But uh, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, yeah. Moving on, we'll talk about you know Nate Maness and uh, Matisse. I, I mean, I, I watched this fight. We didn't have any chalk on it, but I did like Maness, and I was a little mad at myself for not at least putting like a half unit on it or something yeah. because. I mean, Matisse's game plan was just terrible. That no, was so dumb. It was yeah. so dumb. Yeah. Uh, but... He he, like he forgot that you can punch on the ground. Like he thought and he, he was thought really fishing for that heel hook and the knee yeah. bar the whole time. And That's what I mean. Just... He 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 thought it was like a grappling match. He thought it was a grappling yeah. match. And like when when he got cracked the first time, it looked like he looked at the ref and was like, "Yo, are you gonna DQ this dude? Like, what the what are you doing? You can do it, that here." It, it looked like you at like a UFC one fight, like you know, like where it's like the <laughs> guy versus the brawler, and like that yeah. was like what it reminded me of a little bit. Yeah, I don't I don't know what Matisse's Bro. game plan was. I, I think I think Nathan knocked him out like three times that fight. Yeah, I mean he definitely like he definitely lost, got separated in conscious a couple times, and yeah, I, I, and I, woke I, him back up with punches, which was you know, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's that's ridiculous. One way to get woken up. That's one way to get woken up. But anyway, you know, not too much there. Good job, Nate Matisse. You know, start learning how to punch on your feet and stop grappling. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa Demopoulos. Uh, I don't really know, have anything. Again, this, we I, can, would we defer, can... I, I would defer to Chaz here, but I don't yeah. remember even watching too much of this. Fight. I don't remember this fight either. I don't remember it. Uh, I don't know. even remember. The, I don't even remember the Johnny Munoz fight to be honest. Really? Yeah, I, I mean, it was a close line at the open, and then you know, I actually think we were driving back to the to the house we were staying at to watch. So I was watching the DraftKings live odds, and I just saw like uh, Munoz is a plus twelve hundred underdog oh uh, so yeah it's over yeah i kind of yeah. remember him getting dropped um and that's like that's all i really recall from that fight i think i would just like i don't know i think i just wasn't ready for the card really <laughs> after like the Della rosa fight and the jj aldridge fight i think i just kind of just I, I was eating chipotle and i was like you know what i can kind of just tap out for a little bit yeah which brings <laughs> us to uh, i don't want to get too much into the fight here but this is why uh, the car started bad yeah. so you know it starts off you know, I want to have a little stake in the game on this first fight. And I really like Montana De La Rosa in this fight against JJ. I just didn't think JJ had a lot for her. I thought it was a good matchup for Montana. Yeah. Three units. Sure. Nothing big. You know, <laughs> give, give me a little excitement. You know, I think it was close to even odds. Um, and I just like Montana. And then Charlie goes ahead and puts six units on it. So now I got to match him. And now here we are both 
12 units combined deep on oh, Montana man. De La Rosa, sweating out a horrible first fight where neither girl really wanted to do all that much. In a world where I'm betting, I was like, I could see a world where Montana wins that fight. She got cut in the third, and I knew it was over. Yeah. Just optically, right? Going back to optics, yeah. that cut, I was like, they're going to look at that as damage. And it's over. JJ. 30-27. They might give her a 10-8 yeah. now. <laughs> in women's MMA, who knows what a 10-8 is anymore. So, yeah, yeah, you don't you even never know. know. But I thought 30-27 was a little aggressive, but like I guess you know, yeah. non-biasedly, I guess I could see a world where optically it looked like JJ did did a lot more than Montana. But anyway, Djen started out really cold, down six units. I think we ended up up two units. So nice battle back in classic Djen's faction. Chaz and I were happy, <laughs> you know, the profit on the night after starting off like that. But what a scary fight to the, start the card. But uh, we always profit. We always profit. Um, <laughs> dude, yeah, that, that, oh, that was, that, sure. that, that was a crazy that, time. Yeah, it, it was it was a fun weekend for sure, but not how I really wanted to start. I was pretty angry at myself and Chaz for you know instigating me to put more on that. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> Blame it on talk him, a little dude. about uh, yeah, let, yeah, it's his fault. He's not here. I can you know talk about him. Uh, women's MMA. What are we doing? Never again. Anyway, let's talk about uh, Edson Barbosa, Sadiq Yusuf this weekend. Yeah, it's, man, I'm uh, excited for this card. Yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting card. Um, I really couldn't believe when I saw Edson Barbosa Sadiq Yusuf as a fight night main event. You know, I I, I don't know. I, I mean, Edson Barbosa got the name. It's a big test for Sadiq Yusuf, so I guess it makes sense. I think we've been yeah. a little spoiled with having some really really great main events of of late. And uh, yeah, this is going to be an exciting fight. And it the closer to this week's mm-hmm. DJ's parlay, my pick plus one forty Edson Barbosa baby. I yep, think I like gonna, that, dude. I'm betting on him to fraud check Sadiq Yusuf. I, I I told you this before the pod, Larry, but it, it, maybe it's you know we're going for seven weeks in a row and we're feeling ourselves a little and we might be <laughs> chasing some value, man. But I don't know. I, I I don't see. I think it's a good matchup for Edson Barbosa, and if you've seen the pictures of him, he's in the best shape of his life. And if there was ever a spot for a fraud check, it's right here in the main event of this card. I think Edson can you know, turn back the clock a little as we've seen him do multiple times in his career. You know, I know the Bryce Mitchell fight was a bad, I think it's just a bad matchup for him, but yeah. and, and he fraud checked Billy Q. I, I, I like Edson here at plus money. It's, it's too hard for me to take, not take as my pick. Yeah. Sadiq, um, he's not really like an active dude. I feel like I'd never, you never really Sadiq, see Sadiq fight. So um, I think he fights like once a year and I, I don't know. He's a striker, you know. He's not going to grapple Edson. He's not really Edson. Edson's kryptonite. Who someone's going to mix it up really well. And if you're fighting Edson Barboza on the feet, you know you got to be really good to deal with Edson's kicks. Edson's punches are underrated too, and his knees are amazing, as we just saw in his last fight against Billy Q. But Absolutely. uh, and Benil Darius knows about Edson Barboza's knee as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, I like this pick a lot though, Bosh. I'm, I'm, I support it a lot. I support it full heartedly. You're right though that this can be a fraud check, or this can be us getting checked and not tapping in to Super Sadiq, who's famous yeah. on TikTok. If you didn't know, Sadiq has like a huge following on TikTok. But I feel like no one knows who he is. They only know him because he posts like memes and like street fights and shit. So, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I. Shout out to Sadiq Houston's TikTok. Follow us on TikTok, yeah. by the way, at MMA DJs. Yeah. We'll post yeah. uh, clips of the pod there. But, yeah, I mean, I said it to you, and you said it perfectly. 
this could look really bad too. Um, yeah. and that would suck, but I'm willing, I'm willing to take this chance. I, I really do like Edson. Um, again, he showed the pictures and he looked like he's cut back five years off his life. You know, took five years off the clock and, uh, yeah. he's ripped. He's ready to go. So five rounds, you know, we'll see. I, I, I like Edson in this fight and it's going to be exciting regardless. Um, so it'll be a good fight, you know, and yeah. that takes us to the co-main where it gets, you know, significantly less exciting as yeah, you know, we got yeah. Jennifer Maya. I'd say, say very less exciting. Yeah. Jennifer Maya, Viviana Rujau. I mean, Vivi, Vivi's coming off of two losses to Alexa Grasso and Amanda Kibos, you know, granted solid losses. But yeah. Pretty good losses. Jennifer Maya off two wins. It's a weird fight. I can't believe this is a co-main. Crazy. Um, but Crazy. yeah, I mean, I, I wish Chaz was here to really give us the, the WMMA yeah. introspective here. But if I'm being honest with you, I, I really can't tell you where this one's going to go. It doesn't feel like an 0-2, you know, for someone who has two wins coming off two losses, it does feel a lot more like the line show of kind of a pick em. So, you know, yeah. I, I'm curious to see, we're, we're, you know, what plays out. But in terms of betting, I can't. I can't lay any chalk on this. No, I'm surprised thing. that I'm surprised that what's it called that Chaz doesn't have any money on Maya. I'm surprised that wasn't his pick, dude. Yeah, I'm we really got surprised. All, by we that. got an all all men's uh, all men's DGEN's lay here, which uh, this could be you know, this maybe, could be this could be good or bad. We don't know. It could be bad. Maybe after this, we'll be telling Chaz to stick to his wheelhouse, and he should have taken Maya or Arujo. But I mean, yeah. you know, Arujo's got to win over Andrea Lee. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's again. It's it's women's fighting, you know. It's so tough when it's not the upper echelon of the division where you you've seen a lot more of these girls and you've seen them tested against, you know, whether it's high quality fighters or low quality fighters. It's way harder yeah. to predict, in my opinion. But that's why we have Chaz. So <laughs> curious to see where they go. But you know, we'll, we'll move on. We got Martinez and Yanez here. Right here, and, baby. Uh, Chad, Larry, I'll let you go. Uh, this is your pick. So yeah, so I'm I'm riding with Martinez. Uh, honestly, bro, I kind of feel the same way as you. Even though Martinez is an older guy, this could be me just banking on uh, Yanez getting fraud checked by Rob Font and Martinez not being as good as Rob Font. But um, yeah. I truly believe that this is a pretty good matchup for Martinez. He uh, he's looked pretty pretty damn good recently. Um, I know he just beat Saeed, uh his last fight. It, kind of a robbery, but um, tough fight, he fights though. smart. Tough fight, and he looked really pretty good on the ground. I know he reversed he reversed uh, Saeed uh, a lot on the ground, and he might implement grappling this fight because he held his own pretty well against a, a tough Dagestani near Magomedov. And Yanez, I don't really know how he is on the ground, but I do know that he's just a kind of a boxer that relies heavy on his hands. Doesn't really mix up kicks that well. I know he has a head kick knockout. He got on the contender series like a while back. But I don't really think you're going to be kicking with Martinez. This dude has been lighting people up recently. I remember he just blew out. I know Cub Swanson's a little older, but he blew out Cub Swanson's knee with like one leg kick. Yeah. Um, and he is just kind of a Muay Thai, Muay Thai guy. He, he has He's pretty long. He's pretty lanky. I think they're like similar uh, reaches. But I think Martinez is going to be able to keep him on the outside with kicks. And I can see him mixing it up well with some grappling if he chooses to do that. I think he's going to be a lot slicker than people realize on the ground. The only thing that makes me nervous is his chin. He got knocked out by David Grant a while back. But, again, David Grant's like one of the hardest-hitting guys at Bantamweight. He puts people to sleep. And David Grant 
arguably got robbed by uh, by Yanez when they fought. So do MMA math the way you want to do it, because I'll do it my way. I did it sort of leans in my favor with Martinez winning this fight. So, yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I, you know, as you back me, Larry, I'm going to back you here. I, yeah, I do brother. like Martinez. I think Martinez is on a nice little run. I think, you know, obviously you could say Saeed, the Saeed fight, maybe he shouldn't have won that fight, but he did. And he, he and won. Saeed's freaking tough, man. I mean, that's a, that's a big step up the competition in my opinion. And he got through it and came out the other side. And, you know, sometimes you see these guys get a big win under their belt and what it can do for their confidence moving forward. He's yep. on a run here. And on the opposite of the spectrum, Giannis just got fraud checked by Rob Font. <laughs> Very and badly, who too. Who knows where his confidence stands. I mean, it's an interesting fight for Giannis to kind of jump back in against a guy who's on a, on a run here and, and see it. Maybe Giannis is doing MMA math a little too much of his own. And see, <laughs> hey, this guy got knocked out by Davey Grant, and I want a split decision to yeah. Davey Grant. Um, yeah, I, 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 I do like this pick. I'm going to back it at minus 115. Um, yeah, it's I, good I value. It's really good value there. And so, you know, let's go, Jonathan. Let's go, Martinez, man. Hopefully yes, uh, he gets it done for us. Another fight that I would have kind of liked to put in DGENs. This is more of a you know, straight. Look at this. Is uh, This is definitely a straight bet. Yeah. Petrovsky versus Pereira. I, last I fight, I, I was Pereira. not big on, I, but even last fight, I was not really big on Petrovsky. Oh, yeah. That was the summer card. That yeah, was, it was bad. That yeah. was bad. Yeah. Like, I'm not big on Petrovsky, but, like, I don't know, man. I, I can't. I, I, I want to see him beat Michelle so bad. So bad. So bad. I think it's a great spot for Petrovsky to beat him. I mean, P- Michelle got taken down by freaking Ponzinibbio. Dude, you know, like I think Michelle Petrosky Pereira lost to Tristan Connolly. Do you do you remember Tristan Connolly, this dude who took the fight against him no. on short notice? Who's like, dude, this dude's like five seven. Took the fight against Pereira on like. A week's notice, gassed him out in like the first because like Pereira was doing his stupid flippy bullshit. Gassed him out <laughs> and then it ended up winning the decision somehow. Like it was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in my life. But um, ever since then, I, I didn't like him even when he was fighting in Japan. I think he was fighting in like Japan or Singapore or somewhere over there. I didn't like him then. I don't like his antics. I think he's a cringe lord. I don't think he's that good. I think he's lying about his age too. This dude, this dude's saying that he's thirty, bro. He looks like he's thirty-eight. Get that shit out of my face. This dude's not thirty yeah. years old. Yeah, but his uh, hairline, I hope. other ideas. Yeah, come on, man. But um, he's on that Brazilian secret juice. I hope Petrovsky can take some of that because his gas looked not so very good against someone please, like GM three. It was that was that was really bad. Very bad performance from Petrovsky. I know he won, but he was close to losing against the GM3, who's like 38 years old on a losing streak. So yeah. do what you want with that information. Petrovsky's getting at least yeah. a unit, and if I'm not with Charlie, it'll stay at one unit, but you know, <laughs> he might get carried away. But it'll stay at a unit. I mean, it's hard betting on guys that you see gas before. It helped me with Miles Johns somehow. I pulled that out the other week. But, uh, yeah, it's hard betting on these guys who show – you know, evidence that they gassed it. Because so, Pereira's kind of oh. fixed that. That's the thing. Pereira's kind of fixed his gassing yes. tendencies. He's not doing, like, that stupid shit that he's done he's in the past. He's gotten a lot smarter. I, yeah. You know, that's the only thing that makes you nervous. But, like, I do think Petrovsky's got some skills, man. I, I think when he's when Well, he's, he's definitely gassed, a better aggressor. good. Right. Yeah. His hands aren't the best. He uh, he kind of sticks to the basics, and he doesn't seem like he has too much power. Like, like. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't really think he hurt GM three, and GM three has kind of shown recently recently that he can't take he can't really take a punch. Mm, like, yeah, I want, uh, I, again that fight was in the summer. I want to say there was a knockdown in the fight. 
Was there a knock? Did he knock down GM3? I know he kind of got or, stung or a little bit. I don't, I don't think he got dropped, but I know he got stung. I know he got stung by yeah. GM3. I mean, either way, you know, I, I just hope I'm going to bet a little bit on Petrosky here at plus money. <laughs> and my, mm-hmm. my theory is, you know, grapple, right? Grapple, grapple, grapple. Right. And just Gra- hopefully he's club, been club, training with a college wrestling team or something. And, and his cardio is going to be in great shape. And he's going to he's ready for 15 minutes of he trains know, with Pfeiffer wrestling. Yeah, which which makes you feel a little better, right? I mean, you know, and Pfeiffer's kind of similar build to Pereira in like a lot of ways in terms of like the length yeah. that he's going to have to deal with. So he's a yeah, big I dude. Mean, yeah, it is. It is, and and so I'm excited to see, you know, Petrosky what he's got, and, and he's definitely getting a unit. Um, another guy who I want to bet on, but there's no value on. So unfortunate. I might have to find a way to take value on him. The anti Daniel Lacerda bet. This is the anti Lacerda bet. Oh I, yeah, dude. I oh yeah. I want to fade him so bad, but there's no value there. But like, I feel like it's a pride thing at this point. Like, it's a pride thing for me. Yeah, you can't. You can't. He hurt me last time. I need. <laughs> I need. I need Chires to just do it. Just yeah. Do he it. needs to actually Please. do it. Don't don't let him. Fake tap. Fake go to sleep. Don't let any of yeah. that happen. None of these games. No more no of these games. games. No games, no games. Do it, Chiras. Do it. Lacerda came Just out wrestling. Finish this that. You, you almost pulled a guillotine when he tried in one double leg. Yeah. There. You were piecing him up on the feet. Go to work. I like. I, I mean, I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna have to look at like inside the distance because I don't know whether it's gonna be a knockout or a sub. I, I, I I'm gonna have to look at an inside the distance sprinkle for Chiras, but I, I need to have something against Lacerda after how bad yeah. he screwed me in that paper, the Valentina pay per view. Because that was really I, I bad, man. Guy. I hate this guy. I can't stand him. And I really can't. everyone that he's lost to, we are not too big on either. You nope. know. Exa- oh, that, I mean that that was the reason why we paid. <laughs> that was the reason why we yeah yeah hundred percent. So I, I I'm all in on Chires. I mean, if I get a little carried away, we could see uh, units on this, but. Uh, but yeah, this is this is this is emotional, and I don't want to get too emotional yeah. about it because knowing my, with my luck, you know, Lacerda will pull something out of his butt. So, yeah, somehow finish right. him or some shit. Because well, because like Chires isn't like great either. You know what I'm saying? Like this isn't like a clear mismatch. And it no. was a close-ish fight. You know, in the first fight, I mean, like Lacerda almost got the takedown. Like, Jesus Christ! And then we jumped the gilly, the gilly that you know led to the the, the finish. Um, yeah, so, finishing yeah. quotes. Right, yeah. So I'm I'm on Chires here, but you know, moving down, I'll speak for Chaz a little bit here. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, we're getting we're getting maybe we're getting greedy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but we're taking Cam Simon over Christian Rodriguez, and Cam Simon nine and zero. You know, yep. South Africa pride. You know, he's standing up there with. Uh, he's got that African pride, African blood. He breathes the African <laughs> air with DDP. And I, I got a back Chaz on this pick. I, I do yeah. I do ultimately like the pick. Christian Rodriguez, he beat Raul Rosas. We still don't know what that means, right? Yeah, I mean, we don't know what that means at all, bro. At all. But it wasn't that long ago that, you know, Rodriguez lost to Jonathan Pierce and and got back on the wagon, but like I mean, JSP hasn't really beaten anyone either. He's beaten Darren Elkins he's last night, Mach Didn't he just beat what's his name too? Didn't he beat uh, Terrence Mitchell? No. Um, yeah, he just Jonathan beat. Pierce? He just. Oh no, you're talking. Oh, no. you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he just knocked out. He. No, no, no. Cameron Simon. Or Cameron Simon. Yo, oh, Cameron yeah, yeah, Simon yeah. just beat him, and then Ross Rosa just beat Terrence Mitchell. 
There's some weird yeah, MMA, man. I know, I know. These guys are just all getting matched up together. So, I like Simon, though. I like his fight style. I do. I mean, I, I'm a little, little bit worried about the grappling. I, th- yeah, I think he's a tough grappler, man. Uh, and Christian Rodriguez held his own and, and again, yeah, you know, yeah. grappled Raul Rosa. He bullied, he bullied really Raul Rosa. a great grappler. But again, we just don't know what a win at Raul Rosa means right now. This is something we could look back on and be like, damn, that was Whoa, so shit. Yeah. Yeah. I but, feel like a, I think all three of our picks are kind of like fraud check or bust in a way. You yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, this is like we were talking about it before the pod. I mean, where the DGENs have really lived has been in these, you know, slight favorites that we feel super good about. You know, maybe yeah. maybe even an underdog sprinkled in there that we really feel like the line is, is wrong on. Um, and we've done really well. I mean, I felt good about Ion last week. Bill Algio went to plus money at one point, And yeah. then. Uh, Carolina was minus one sixty, went down to minus minus one forty at one point. Like that's yeah, our that's free. kind of our wheelhouse. And, and you know, this week we got two dogs <laughs> and a and a pick 'em. So yeah. you know, take that as you will, but I mean we're hot and, and, and I do I think there's we have very good logic for all of our picks here and yep. this is another one where, you know, Cam Simon can make this look easy against Rodriguez too. Yeah. So uh, it, it, yeah, he's it, I think it's a good pick. I'm riding with Chaz. We're the boys are riding together, um, as we always do. And now, you know, we'll, we'll kind of move down the card. There's definitely going to be some straight bets in here for sure. Yeah, um, definitely. Right, like the next fight. Yeah, Darren Elkins and T.J. Brown. I, I, yeah, I'm on T.J. Brown here. I, I can't put money on Darren Elkins. See, see, I'm opposite, bro. I kind of uh, like Darren Elkins. I do. Darren Elkins sees the damage. You can't go against the damage when he's fighting like a younger dude. It wasn't too long ago where he he exposed Derek Minner. I think that was like that wasn't that. I think that was like two years ago. And uh, bro, T.J. Brown got cleaned by Bill Algio, dude. He got smacked up. Who who is a you know he's a good fighter. It's a good fighter, fighter, definitely a good fighter. But it wasn't that long ago, and I don't know. I like Darren Elkins, man. I'm always a Darren Elkins. uh, Um fan per se yeah. you know the, the damage is damage is the man lost to jsp like, who i mentioned earlier win over yeah. tristan connelly your boy that you mentioned who yeah, <laughs> come on and then lost to but Cole dude Swanson, T- you know, tj what? brown lost to shaylin bro remember shaylin that that guy i know dude I, is, <laughs> come I on no i don't know man it, it listen it's this is I, there's no way this was going in any kind of lock parlay. I mean, maybe you could say there's some value on Darren Elkins, but it's hard for me to get his money because when he gets beat, it just looks so bad. Yeah, it's you know, pretty it, bad. It, it, it looks bad, and you know he's never out of a fight. His nickname is the Damage because of how much damage he takes, bro. Yeah, dude, he dude dude he's done this before. He's fight he's fighting these young guys. He'll take damage. Just look at that Mirsad Bektik fight. That dude was like a hot prospect at one point. And now he's a no name because of Darren Elkins. Yeah, he might right. do that. this guy. I'm not saying this guy's a prospect in any way. 17 and 10 isn't even close to a prospect, but he's a younger dude, and I can see Darren Elkins kind of turning back the clock one more time. He probably has a few more in him just to grind out some of these ugly matches, get yeah. hurt a little bit in the first minute, start grappling, and make these dudes quit. Just break them, as T- Bryce Mitchell says. Uh, what do you say? He goes, uh, melt them to the bone, get them to the bone. Make that meat fall off. Yeah. He loves doing that shit. Yeah. Darren Elkins is a oh, he's a he's a he's a hard fight for a lot of these younger dudes <laughs> who don't deal with grappling heavy grinders. 
Hey, man. Like yeah. Cub Swanson, you know, Cub Swanson, not a terrible loss. Cub Swanson just won recently, and he beat the piss out of Darren Elkins, but hey. Hey, man, I, I ain't mad at you for it. Listen, I'm not going to say I'm yeah. mad at you for it. I respect I respect the pick. He's got some pretty solid value on it, but <coughs> he ain't getting my money. Yeah, I get it. I get it, man. Um, You know, as we go down, next fight, Ravenna Oliveira making her UFC debut against Janeiro no Lisboa. Lisboa is a pretty big favorite. Um, Just looking quick here. Went over Jessica Rose Clark. Who cares? And then that was her UFC debut. So, again, I... I wish Chaz was here. Maybe he could give us a full fight breakdown and really. <laughs> Chaz could talk about their Invicta fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he's got UFC Fight Pass. He's watching all of that. Uh, I, I'm not going to be watching that. The next fight, though, Larry, we did not talk Our about. Our boy. This. I do want to mention this. Brandon Marat, or Moreau, I don't even know how to say it. And I probably yeah. should. He was the main event in my uh, Combat Zone fight card, and he gets his, yeah. he gets the call up. He gets this UFC chance on short notice against T-Rex. Our boy, and, yo. Oh what a small God. world. That, that is, is so crazy. Yo, what are the odds? Bro, how how is that even possible? Someone, like, you shared the card with this guy. You know what I mean? And now he's fighting someone who's mentioned on every single one of our podcasts, even when he's not fighting. He always finds a way into our podcasts. It's it's insane. He's fighting the guy who headlined my my MMA debut. What are the odds? It's really a small world. What is that saying? It's like death, taxes, and Terrence McKinney. I'm pretty sure that's (laughs) the three things that are certain in life. I'm pretty sure that's that's what we have to – Change the saying to Terrence McKinney, man. I can't get this guy out of my life, it seems like. He's like an ex-girlfriend. He just keeps coming back (laughs) in when when you want to. (laughs) Listen, I watched Brendan Murat fight. He fought, you know, uh, a tough black kid, and he got taken down. And it was not looking good for Brendan. You know, I remember watching the fight. It was funny enough, he actually had family members sitting next to me, these, these women, screaming. When I say screaming... These are girls are, you know, Boston, Massachusetts girls. You know, had that Boston accent. Yeah, screaming yeah, yeah. at him, telling him to, to fight like a man. And <laughs> that's maybe, crazy. Maybe maybe he heard them because he got up and just put it on this dude. And yeah. just, you know, constant shots, knees, beat him up, dropped him, got the finish in the first nice. round. Um, so, you know, Brennan's Brennan's a dog. He definitely has to have that dog in him a little bit. This is definitely a serious step up in competition for Brent. And I can't even believe I'm beginning to say that about T-Rex. But yeah. T-Rex is a big step up in competition. Going from from Combat Zone, which, I mean, no knock, baby. You know, I mean, Combat Zone Yeah, one and out. Complicators promotion, one and out. You know, we, we got some dogs on that card. Um, and I was the opener. I jerked the curtain for Brent. So, <laughs> you know, if, I'm, if I'm tough, how tough is this kid? I am yeah. gonna I am gonna emotionally sprinkle Brendan at plus three hundred just because and it's the fade Terrence, but it's a big step up in competition. Yeah. Hopefully Brendan is able to, you know, keep the fight standing and make it dirty. Um, which is also where T Rex lives a little bit. So I don't know, man. It, you know, Brendan Brendan's alive to, to, to hurt people and, and so hopefully he can put one on T Rex and maybe shock the world and, and put New England MMA on the map, combat yeah. zone shout out, uh Calvin Cater and you know, do it, do it for New England. Yeah, I still didn't get my money back, Calvin Cater. I bought the live stream. I didn't even need to buy the live stream, Calvin Cater. Where's my you twenty bucks? Email. You got your email. Uh, you could have done <laughs> it for 
it, but you didn't chase that 20. And hey, that 20 was the price of admission alone to, to watch me fight and watch Brendan fight. Yeah. To watch Brendan fight. That's so, worth it, man. You know, I supported it. I supported it. I didn't want them to. Uh, I supported Calvin Cater. I supported you, my boy. I supported Brendan. So uh, there, there's my 20 bucks. I hope you got it. I hope you got a few pennies out of that. I didn't, but it's all right. Uh, <laughs> Brendan, I'm with you, man. Combat zone. We, we, we do it for combat zone. We do it for New England. And uh, I'm happy to have jerked the curtain for you. And now, now it's your time to go out and take out T-Rex for me. No, um, <laughs> you know, the rest of this card here, Irina, Alexiva, Melissa yeah. Dixon, don't care. Chaz, don't care. We can cover that later. Maybe on your own pod. Yeah, Chaz. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tweet about it, Chaz. And then, you know, I mean, honestly, I can't believe Chris Gutierrez is so buried on this card. Yeah, it's crazy. I was, yeah, I don't know why he's not on the main card. And then Jennifer Maya's our co-main. After losing to Pedro Munoz. And I want to say he was like a co-main to Holloway uh, yeah, I know. on that card. Bro, bro, he was high up on that card, and he was high up on the car, the card where he knocked out Frankie. I get it. He's fighting a name like Frankie Edgar. But to go from that to this, I don't know, man. Like, that's that sucks. Yeah. That really does suck, to, you know. Yeah. But but this guy is fighting. The guy he's fighting, you know, he's got some losses very early in his career. But if you look at mm-hmm. like his last several fights, not too bad. I mean, you know, he's got he's got he's lost his only loss. He got a draw with Gustavo Lopez, but he he has a loss to Casey Kenny. And, and you know, I mean, it it, it it should be Gutierrez all night. You would imagine. Um, yeah, and that's what the betting lines reflect. Yeah, it's like three hundred, right? I was thinking about hedging our DGens a little bit and uh, throwing. Gutierrez in is my pick, but we're 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 all riding together on this. I like yeah, we got to ride. Yeah, we got to ride. Riding our picks. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's the card, you know, for, for yeah. what matters. And you know, we got Dgens. So just to recap, the Dgens picks this week are as follows. And the, I think our value is plus one plus nine twenty eight when we took it earlier today. But we're going Edson Barbosa, Jonathan Martinez, and then. Cam Simon, parlayed, yep. tail before you fail. It's going for tail seven weeks straight, fail. baby. Seven weeks straight. It's uh, yes, sir. It's going to be a fun card. It's always fun when Edson Barbosa is in the main event. He's always exciting to watch and big test for Super Sadiq. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but just to recap, Blair, I thought we could talk a little bit about some of the news that's come out. Definitely, man. Today, Definitely. man. You know, I mean. Shocking news out of, uh, out Ridiculous. of Abu, da- Abu Dhabi main event, come, Abu Dhabi uh, pay-per-view coming up. We got, to start, Charles Oliveira gets cut. He's out of the main event. Insert Alex Volkanovsky in the rematch. I yeah, mean, dude. scheduled to yeah, fight dude. Ilya, and now Ilya Sorry, Junior. fights in question. Sorry, Junior. Go fight Max Holloway. You want him for three or five. What do you want? I don't think he's fighting Max Holloway, but hey, I mean, yeah, he doesn't crazier want things that. have happened. Crazier things happen. I can see a world where, win or lose for Alex, he's still fighting Ilya in January. Um, that's kind of just who Volkanovski is, to be honest with you. Um, but I did, I gotta say, I did like the Islam yeah, tweet. I did like the Islam tweet about, you know, no excuses. Like, I don't want to hear the short notice stuff. Like, this is your chance. No excuses. Like, be serious about it. Like, you know, like, because when these guys take these short notice fights, a lot of times, like we saw with Jorge Masvidal, the guy worked his way into two title fights he never should have even been in yeah. against Usman, and he did it because oh, I took the first one on short notice and saved the pay per view. 
you never um, want to be in there anyway. I'm not saying this no. is that level of that. Obviously not. Bulk and Jorge are yeah. in opposite ends of the spectrum. But I did like Islam's point. You know, hey, you know, this is your chance. This is your rematch. You're not getting another one after this. This is your rematch. So I hope Bulk's ready. I hope Bulk's ready. Um, also, I honestly think this card kind of got better with these replacements. We got to see Usman step in for Costa now. And yeah. we have we have Volk, you know. I think the Costa one's interesting because, you know, it's like fun to see Costa fight and him versus Shamayev is, you know, it's a lot of questions can be answered there about Shamayev going up the middleweight, but I don't know, Usman, they were supposed to fight at welterweight. Let's see a, a healthier Usman fight at one eighty five. He has some time off since he hasn't fought since March, I believe, when he the second the third Us, uh, Edwards fight was. Yeah. And um apparently, dude. They said the winner of this fight gets the middleweight title shot. Oh, absolutely! In my in my head, there's no. You think you think point. Usman gets a title shot if he beats Shamayev? Absolutely, Shemayev? absolutely. As, <sighs> as I, dude, you forget. I mean, and listen, I am the biggest anti-Marty fake news yeah, guy yeah, out yeah, there, yeah. right? I mean, you broke, you, you hurt me twice with Colby. I, I, <laughs> I'm the biggest anti-Usman guy there is, and absolutely, he gets a title shot. This is a guy who ran through the welterweight division nearly two times. And he was yeah, true. regarded as, you know, literally his name was like right here with GSP in terms of welterweight goat conversation. Yeah. So when you get yourself to that level, I think, and you put yourself in a, in a, on a short notice in a huge fight against Jemaya, there is no doubt you deserve the title shot. Yeah, at the you're hundred percent right. So yeah, you're, you're definitely right. You know, I mean, it's a tall, a tall, I mean, I don't know. I, I, again, I don't know how good Jemaya is. I mean, MMA math, what did Usman do to Burns and what did Burns do to Jemaya, yeah. right? Yeah, right, so 100%. I think this was a but, great move by Usman. I will give him his credit. This is the best thing Usman, that could have happened for Kamar Usman's career. No, sorry, Marty Usman's yeah. career. Um, <laughs> this is the best thing for Marty's career was he was a little lost at welterweight. There weren't a lot of options for him. Go up and get a chance to win the middleweight belt because yeah. you beat this guy, you go fight Strickland. Talk about a good matchup for you. And I you mean, already beat right Strickland. There. Yeah, it's right there for you. I mean, different weights, different people, different times. But yes, yeah, yes, to your point, yeah. yes. I mean, when you put it that way, yeah, hundred percent. So I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like, I don't want Usman to beat Hamzat, big Hamzat fan over here. But if he does, if he manages to do it, then he fights Sean for the belt, bro. Sean's gonna smoke him. Sean's a whole different person now at 185. Right. Usman's older, slower. He doesn't. He didn't look that good the the third Edwards fight. So if he somehow makes it through Chimaev, Sean's gonna write that wrong that's happened a few years back. Get that uh, that loss, avenge it, and defend his belt against someone who's beaten him in the past, who dog walked him in the past. But uh, that'd be awesome to see. That's like a full circle story for Sean. Yeah, that's really another. Is. That's that, that's like another like cool moment for his career if he does that. And it's a feather in Marty's cap if he wins the middleweight belt, right? Yeah, like, definitely, dude. Champion, so. It makes all the sense in the world for his career. Like I said, it's a great decision. I am not the biggest Chimaev guy, but I, I really don't know how this fight goes. I do think it's a good matchup for Usman. He's not gonna. I don't mm -hmm. think he's gonna get out grappled by any means. But if Chimaev gets on top of him, it could be a world of trouble. Yeah. So, but who knows? We've never seen Chimaev on his back. So like, what happens if Marty yeah, takes no. him down, right? And ground up right. him. I mean, this this could be a masterclass for Marty. So I'm I'm really curious to see where this fight goes. I do got to say, are I'm we gonna see? Go ahead. Are we gonna see that infamous? Usman cardio though. I don't. I mean, hey, Shemaev's shown the ability to 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 gas, and mm -hmm. you know Marty's known for his gas tank. 
you know, the CEO, VPO, whether it's short notice or not, he'll be ready for, for, you know, all three rounds. And that's the thing. It's a three round fight. When's the last time that Marty's fought a three round fight. So he can really feel like he can push the gas tank early. I mean, I honestly, I hate that I'm going to do this. I, I just looked at the live odds, Larry, Kamaru Usman. Arguably the one of the welterweight goats, top top three <laughs> welterweight fighter of all time. Yeah, yeah. The guy whose best win is Gilbert Burns in a fight he almost lost is plus two forty. <laughs> yo, yo, that is insane. I when mean, you put it like that, that is so crazy, bro. You're 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 a moron to not put at least a unit on. Yeah. I mean that's yeah, that's, I, that's yeah. criminal to Marty. And honestly, if the line, I don't know if the lines hit DraftKings yet, but if it hasn't, I will be, I will, when I'm going to check after this and I will put a unit on Marty because it's just too good a value on a guy who's, who's that good against the guy who really hasn't been tested the way he needs and he hasn't to be fought or a shown, while either. shown. Yeah, and exactly a hundred percent. So it's going to be a sick fight regardless. Yeah. I do want to say that I feel really bad for Paulo Costa. He really wants yeah, to fight and. I'm a Paulo Costa fan. Uh, he, he seems interesting. I used to not like him at all, but he's gotten interesting. He's turned me. Yeah. He's turned the corner with me, and uh, I feel bad for him because they had a beef. And I would. I, I don't know how it yeah. went for Paulo, but this is a way tougher f- fight for Jemaya. This is way. We tougher. missed out. We missed out on such a good press conference. I know. We, we, I know. You know, <laughs> we missed no, out. Now, Costa. This, this, they this should still. They should still let Costa be there. We should. They should still let him sit there and talk. He's shit. there. He's in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. He's been there. He's been there. Listen, th- we went from having what would have been a great press conference between those two to now. Yeah. I, this press conference is either going to put me to sleep or give me a migraine because yeah. I don't want to hear Usman talk at all. And no. Shemayev is just going to be mumbling and gargling and yelling. Murder this, murder be, that. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be stupid. So I'm not, I'm very disinterested in the press conference as a result. Yeah. But hey, worst press conference, better fight probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. me so, too. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. But yeah, I mean, a lot of lot of changes. You know, the one last thing I'll say before we go is when Daniel Cormier posted, you know, oh, it's going to blow your minds when you guys yeah. hear who's who. Might You're going to go crazy. I thought it was Bo Nickel. Me too. Me too. I I I know that's ludicrous to think, but the way DC sold it. That's yeah. where I thought he was going. And that would have been unreal for Bo to just be like, <laughs> yeah, screw it. They haven't fought anyone in the top 15. Yeah. haven't beat anyone other than Val Woodburn. And I'm going to step the in there. The lawnmower. He's beating a lawnmower. But now I'm going to step up into a fight and, and you know maybe propel myself to a title shot with a win over Chimaya. Yeah, so dude. It would have been cool. But, I, I mean, I agree to the point of, like, too early for Bo. Let Bo, yeah. let Bo, you know, it would have been very rushed for him to take this fight now, although I still think he could win it. Um, take yeah, your time, Bo. He could take do your it. time. Let, let Marty get his time. And, you know, hey, we could be talking in the world, Larry, Larry, where this time next year we're talking about Marty Colby 3 for the middle league <laughs> strap, for Colby to be the double champ. Talk about oh, all coming full circle. That'd be insane, we could bro. Be talking about that, could you imagine? I mean, like they bro. would sell it. I mean, they they're gonna sell it because they 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 have that history. And I know, don't even know what I would do. do I, I would. I'd be I, so I, mad. I'd be so nervous. <laughs> I'd be so mad. So you Us- know, I'm not a Colby fan, dude. You no. know, I'm not a Colby fan. And if Usman beat Strickland for the belt, I'd be broken. I'd be so broken. Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't know, dude. I I, I see Usman just grinding grinding out Strickland, unfortunately. And if if it gets oh. down, if it really becomes Colby Usman three, 
for the for the double champ for Colby. Like, could you imagine like the the scenes if Colby wins and, and like avenges the guy who beat him twice <laughs> and then just leaves both belts in the in the cage and retires, <laughs> vacates both belts, ultimate heel move, vacates both uh-huh. belts and walks away. I, I love yeah. it. I love it. That, that that's would be that that that's how Colby should end his career like the way his career has panned out that would be the perfect ending for colby yep. and as a colby hater as a colby hater i kind of do want to see that that would be the most insane shit it would piss people off i mean obviously as a colby fan i would love to see colby get the double champion yeah fight. but honestly i mean the guy he's another one like 35 he's a little older old, now too 36 yeah. you know and the next year he's almost 37 you know, maybe he wants to walk away, but I don't know. Either way, you know, we're 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 playing uh, devil's advocate here. We're we're yeah, definitely. talking things that may never happen. I mean, Colby's got a big job to do first, and Usman's two fights away from even being champ. So, um, regardless, yeah, I mean, great, great, exciting times to be an MMA fan. This definitely spiced up this this Abu Dhabi card, and we have yeah. three bangers to finish off the year. So it, it's a good time yeah. to be involved. So we'll get through our our Sadiq Yusuf, Edwin Barbosa. You know, Jennifer fight Meyer, Coleman, fight, fight nights to get our bangers these next three pay-per-views. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been good, dude. Yeah, man. It's we'll wrap fun. it up there. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the pod. Make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, share with your friends. You know, follow us on Twitter, TikTok, um, and obviously YouTube where the pod is posted. We're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. So make sure you guys yeah. give us a follow, rate us, and uh, tail before you fail, baby, because the DJs are hot. So on that note, Peace out, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace.